I talk a lot about strategy and tactics in this space, but today I want to shift gears a little bit and talk about mindset. And I want to be clear that I don't believe that you can mindset your way to success. Personally, I think there's a lot more that goes into it, but I do think that mindset is a huge piece of it. And over the years of running a business and creating content and working with a ton of other amazing business owners, I've seen that there are a few mindset shifts that I think really separate the five figure entrepreneurs from the six and seven figure entrepreneurs that I know. And I want to share them with you today. So let's hop in. The first way to think like a six or seven figure entrepreneur is to know that you're not going to win every time. This is something that I see all the time. New entrepreneurs, new freelancers will be overly cautious and, you know, they'll be so worried about doing things wrong that they just don't start. They just never start. And I got to be honest with you. I had no clue what I was doing when I started my business. I was just kind of going where it felt right, going where I saw signs of potential income. I certainly was not trained to do half the things that I did and that I offered as a service. I was learning on the job. And so many of my favorite entrepreneurs and people that I look up to do the same thing. And guess what? I have gotten so many no's. I've gotten so many things wrong. I have failed so much. I've had so many tears you know, and, and sometimes I think when you look at people who are in a place where maybe you want to be, you just assume that they got every single step right. And I think I know that that's just not true. At least for me, it's not. The secret here is taking calculated risks, right? Not just taking risky risks just for the sake of saying that you took a risk. It's about looking at the market, seeing what's going on and making your best guess and then failing fast, trying your idea and trying to either get a quick win or a quick loss out of it. You don't want to stay too long in the same place, doing the same thing, maybe having like teeny bits of growth or teeny bits of loss either. You want it to either go big or go home, essentially. So don't be afraid to lose. Don't be afraid to fail. Don't be afraid to try something new. A lot of the six and especially the seven figure entrepreneurs that I know are people who have created something new. They have solved a problem in a way that hadn't been done before. And I think there's something to that because starting something brand new, inventing something, that is innovation and that's scary because there's no one to look to necessarily who's done it, obviously the exact same way that you're doing it. So you've gotta be a risk taker, you've gotta be bold. You've gotta just say, I'm gonna try it and see what happens. This one might tick some people off. <laughs> including myself, but I just got to be honest. You've got to know that excuses get you nowhere. Listen, as a human being, human to human here, I hear all of your excuses and most of them are valid. I have so many excuses why I shouldn't show up, why I shouldn't be doing this, whatever. We all have advantages and disadvantages in life. These are just facts. I, I have to acknowledge that. We have to be honest about that. I think it's silly, again, when people try to mindset their way out of everything. But 
What an entrepreneur does who is high performing is they say, screw it. I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to make it work. I'm going to prioritize what matters. I started my business when I was in college. I was working full time. I was in college full time. And I was also trying to be an entrepreneur. I didn't have a lot of time to overthink things, to double check things, to even just do the bare minimum. I was doing a lot of freelance writing at the time. I was cooking articles up like hotcakes. I had no time to, you know, revise them. This was before AI tools were really out at all. So I just made it happen. I sacrificed things and I'm not suggesting that you uh, become unhealthy. We'll talk about that actually a little bit later, but I sacrificed my favorite TV shows. I stopped watching TV around that time and you can absolutely find balance and again, please don't overexert yourself and do this in an unhealthy way. But we make time for what matters. I could have used, oh, I'm in school full time. I'm working full time. I can't, you know, pitch this client. I can't write this article. I can't shoot this video, whatever. I could have leaned on that or I could have just said, suck it up, girl. Eliminate what you can eliminate if this is something that you really want. And that's just one example. Of course, we all have different lifestyles, different experiences. I'm not telling you that your excuses aren't valid. My excuse of time was absolutely valid, but it didn't move my business forward. So you got to prioritize what matters and try to see through to the, to the end goal and stay focused, stay focused on that. Next thing, you got to know that you are worth it. Six, seven figure entrepreneurs don't second guess themselves, you know, so much at least. I mean, I'm, I'm sure some do. I certainly do sometimes, but overall, I know the value that I am able to provide people. I know that I am doing business in a way that makes me feel good. That's in line with my values and that I, I deliver on what I promise people. And I also stand firm in my experience and all the years and time that I've spent learning. And I know that what I offer helps people, that it helps people make more money, which also helps people live better quality lives. And that is something that I like doing. And that brings me a lot of joy. And here's why this is important. If you're trying to convince your client that they need to hire you, but you're not sure of yourself, you're not actually sure if the service or product that you are providing actually makes a difference in people's lives or businesses, that shows. That shows when you're having those conversations and that client is gonna be like, I don't know about her. She she didn't really seem super sure. I don't know if she can deliver. I don't know if that's gonna result in more revenue for a business or if she's just gonna shoot some cool videos to look at for us. So data is a big part of this, making sure that you're tracking what you're doing and that you have those case studies that you can quickly point to. I take screenshots whenever clients send me success stories just for myself. I don't share them anywhere, but I just have a folder that reminds me like, oh my gosh, that person just said they got two clients after a month of watching my videos or after taking one course of mine or whatever, you know, the case is this business that I helped with their social media strategy just said that they doubled their revenue year over year, largely because of online. Like, all of those little messages that I get, I keep them and they help me hype myself up and also just have little case studies to talk to when people ask me what they can expect and you know what I really know about this stuff. So don't be afraid to charge for expertise. This is super important because you will end up resenting 
clients, you will end up spreading yourself too thin. It's really hard to make six figure income or higher if you are only charging a very small amount and only able to take on a handful of clients because you're promising the sun, the moon and the stars for a very low amount. So be sure to charge what you're worth and, and stand firm in it and know that you are worth it. And if you don't know, again, this isn't all a mindset game. This is this is tactical too. If you really don't feel like you can speak to it, if you're like, you know what, I've been doing this for years and I don't know how to pull this data or the data just isn't there, try something new. Once an entrepreneur, always an entrepreneur. I think that bone is always in you. And I know that if social media management social media marketing suddenly becomes obsolete. I'll try something new. I'll learn something new. I have that spirit in me and I know that you do too. So if it's not working, move on, move on so that you can charge what you are worth. Similarly, high earning entrepreneurs also know the value of their time. So many people, so many of us get, get into this trap where maybe we have quoted our project appropriately, but now we find ourselves doing every single thing involved in that project. We're sending the emails, we're checking the inbox, we are setting the client up with the Facebook ads tool, we're pulling the reports, and we're creating the content, and we're scheduling the content, and we're doing the client meetings, we're doing everything. And the thing is, as an entrepreneur, as the CEO of your company, whatever your title is in your company, you are the visionary of that company. You are the person who is driving the strategy, who's driving the vision, who's, you know, the face of the brand in a lot of cases, there are certain things that only you can do. For me and my business, for example, showing up on YouTube is something that at this point I can really only do. Could that change down the road? Maybe. At this point, I can really only be the one sitting here talking to you. There might be certain things in regard to strategy that I really pride myself on being the direct line, being the brain behind for my clients. But do I need to be checking my email inbox and responding to every tiny little customer inquiry or, you know, hey, I lost my password to log into my courses? No. And don't get me wrong. You should know how to do that. I think this is incredibly important. You should know how to do at least a little bit enough to be dangerous of every function of your business, because what happens if your whole team leaves or if you really have to scale down, if something changes in the economy or whatever, you got to be flexible. But do I need to be doing that every single day? No, I'm not saying it's impossible because I am kind of that lone wolf business owner in that I don't have a large team, which is unlike a lot of my contemporaries in my industry. So I do think it is possible to grow on a small team and to be pretty involved in your business. But I do think it is very unlikely to scale to high six figures or especially seven figures doing every single thing yourself. I think there are very few business models where that actually makes sense. And even me as somebody who does have a very small team, I still do have a team. I still do invest when something is over my head. You know, I work with an assistant. I have somebody who's doing operations stuff for me. I just hired somebody to consult with me about my analytics. I've worked with ads people. You know, these are all things that even though they're not full-time members of my team, some of them, they're over my head and they're important to the business 
Or even if they're not over my head, maybe there's something that I just don't need to be doing, like checking emails. A lot of people can do it and can honestly do it a lot better than I can. So know when to outsource, know when you are not needed in your business. It can sometimes be kind of humbling because we feel like we are so important to our business. Conserve your energy for those areas where you really do need to be in it and outsource what you can. If you want to think like a six-figure entrepreneur, you also need to know that you are your best asset in your business. So remember I said we we're going to talk about prioritizing health and all of that. Yeah, we're coming back to that. Yes. In short periods of time, do you have to sometimes sacrifice and prioritize? Absolutely. Or at least I certainly did. I couldn't do it all. But at this point in my life, I know that there are you know certain things that only I can do. And I can't get on camera if I've had a bad night's sleep. You know, I might look weird, look kind of funny. My memory is not good. It's not there. I'm not delivering the way that I need to be doing. My energy level is low. And that's just one small example. Think about if a client was sitting in front of me or I was going to speak on stage somewhere, right? I need to make sure that I am taking care of myself physically and mentally and emotionally so that I can drive this ship. It's like you think about being on an airplane. Do you want to be on the airplane with the pilot who had got three hours of sleep and drank himself half to death last night? I don't. I want to be with the pilot who's eating a salad for lunch and he is happy. He's in a good mood. He got a good eight to nine hours of sleep. Like, you know, he's driving that, that aircraft, that ship, if you will, that ship in the sky. And you're doing the same thing for your business. So you've got to make sure that you're in a good place. I always say health over everything. The second a client starts messing with any type of health for me, mental, physical, it's not important. I don't care how much they're willing to pay me. I'm going to say no if I am in a place where I just cannot take that on mentally or, or physically. Because at the end of the day, if I am so burnt out that I drive myself into some type of a health situation or a mental health crisis... I'm useless. My business is gone. You know, it would probably run for a little bit of time. I could have, you know, other team members do some things, but at a certain point, the content would run out. The content would need updating. The classes would need teaching. The videos would need producing. And I wouldn't be there to do it because I would be, I don't know, in the hospital, best case scenario, dead, worst case scenario. So high earning entrepreneurs, most of them that I know do really prioritize health um, above everything. And it's hard to do when you're in that grind mode, if you will. I hate that term, but like, it's true. There, there is that period of time where you just gotta put the pedal to the floor. And I do think sometimes people, especially in the beginning can take this way too far the other way. I love the whole self-care movement and everything. I love that. I feel like the younger generation is a lot more in tune with taking care of themselves, specifically mental health wise. But you also have to understand that there is no substitute for hard work. That doesn't mean you have to work yourself into a grave, but you are going to need to prioritize some things. You are going to need to put in work to be able to really appreciate and, and be able to have that reward. I don't just jet off to Mexico because I had a bad day. I jet off to Mexico to celebrate 
you know, a business that did well in a year because of a lot of hard work. So it really is all about balance. And for me, it's about the day to day. It's about making sure that I'm eating right every day, that I'm eating every day. That used to be a big struggle for me as I would get so busy that I just forgot to eat all the time. That's a fast road to burnout. That's fast road to very unhealthy situations. So don't do that. Lastly, this is a big one that I've been working on and really coming to, you know, coming to know and understand over the past year or two is you need to know what your business stands for. And I think what that really means is you need to know your own personal values to start with and really let those values drive a lot of your business decisions, not all decisions. Don't get me wrong. I'm not just feeling my way through this. Again, there's data, there's strategy, there's tactics involved, but like I know that there are certain types of businesses that I probably won't work with. There are certain types of businesses that I am so excited to work with because they really align with my purpose. And I really feel like I can make a big impact and I really feel passionate. And at the end of the day, entrepreneurship is not a job. It is a lifestyle. And if you are going to live your life talking about a certain topic or helping a certain type of business, you're going to dedicate your life to this. You have to be passionate about it. You have to believe in it. I cannot sell, you know, scam products. Like there are certain types of business models and certain types of entrepreneurs and people in the space who like, I don't want anything to do with because I think they do things really unethically. Could I pretend for a period of time? I think I probably could. Would I feel good about it? No. And therefore, would I want to continue doing it? Absolutely not. And it shows, it shows in your work. If you are going to do something all the time or often, of course, shouldn't be working all the time, but we work often. As an entrepreneur, you're probably working more than somebody who works, you know, a typical nine to five job. You have to somewhat care about what you're doing. It will show through. You might be able to fake it for the first client or two, but after a certain period of time, you're going to experience that burnout. You're going to experience this feeling of imbalance or, you know, inauthenticity, I suppose. You're going to feel maybe a moral confliction. So make sure you know what you stand for. This doesn't mean that you need to be this huge activist or anything like that. But like an example for me, myself, I'm vegan. I don't talk about it very much because vegans have this bad stereotype in the world. Um, you know, cause there are some that like harass people, uh, not the majority of vegans that I know, but I am vegan for ethical reasons above everything. A lot of people think it's because of my health. It's not, it's I made this decision. I made the decision to go vegetarian when I was like 12 and have been, you know, most of my life now. Therefore, when a brand reaches out to me and says, Hey, can we sponsor your YouTube video? We have these snacks and they're not vegan. I say no, you know, because that is something that does not align with my values. I could easily just collect that check and promote these delicious snacks to you all, but that would be an that something would be off for me. Something would definitely be off in the delivery and you all would see that. You all would see that well number 1 I'm not taking a real bite of it, but number 2 I can't with my whole heart promote something uh, that doesn't align with my values and how I've I've designed my life and something that is really important to me. So think about what those things are for you. I'm not, I'm not uh, forcing you to become vegan, but think about what those driving values are for you in your life and how they apply to your business or how they don't. So what do you think 
Anything you agree with, anything that you disagree with, let me know in the comments if you're watching on YouTube. If you're listening on the podcasting platforms, please do be sure to follow the podcast. You can also rate and review the podcast. Those help so, so much. So if you don't mind, actually, I'm going to put up on screen here a recent review over from Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much to this person for writing this review and taking the time I appreciate it more than you know. And thank you so much for being here and tuning into the podcast. I love our time together. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll talk to you in the next one.